like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them give their top tips for success to you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. I um, always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today we have Brandon Pickworth on the line. He's the Director of Sales Development over at Olive. Uh, Brandon, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Adam. Pleasure being here. So I'm excited to get into what you're doing over at uh, Olive. Definitely hot space, AI, artificial intelligence, I mean, all, all this stuff. It's, these are really popular episodes, and, and I love to pick the brains of the people that are working to help all this stuff happen. Um, but before we get into that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in business? Yeah, so uh, we can take it all the way back. I mean, I, I my first uh, first job was, um, and this is maybe going to show my age a little bit, but I had a paper route growing up. So um, when I recognized that I could receive a commission by delivering papers and, and winning, uh, you know, my uh, you know, a 10-speed bike, that was motivation enough for me to continue to uh, grow and develop that that skill set of being in sales and, and uh, the skill set of negotiating. Oh, that's awesome. I, You know, it's funny to me because I always think about it this way. I'm like, so I don't have kids or anything like that, but at some point if I ever do and down the line, um, they'll probably be saying, well, I'm probably showing my age here, but uh, my first business was a social media agency. <laughs> so that's going right. to be, that's the, that's the new paper route. <laughs> that's the new paper route. See, I was around before the internet, before <laughs> Google, which is it's a really mind-blowing concept right there. Oh, that's too funny. Um, so so with the benefit of hindsight, obviously we all learn and we grow and we change in our in our careers and we transition and um, good things happen, bad things happen, everything in between. Um, so if you could go back, Brandon, and kind of give some of give some advice to that Brandon that was just getting started all over again, um, just out of college, what what kind of things would you tell him? You know, I would tell the Brandon that's just getting out of college to to think bigger. You know, I think I think when I was getting out of school, I, I was ambitious and driven, always very goal oriented. Um, but I I don't think if I were to look back now, I don't think I thought big enough. You know, I looked over at neighbors or people who I thought were successful even from a personal perspective in family or in business where they were either achieving a certain amount of financial prosperity or they were really introducing a really cool product to the marketplace or they were leading giant teams. All that stuff was very admirable, but it was I was only good enough, as good as the, the circle or the sphere of influence that I had. And so I would say to myself to continue to reach higher, um, aspire to do more than what you think is possible, and um, set your goals so big that they might seem ridiculous right then and there, but believe me, 20 years um, after the fact, you'll look back and think to yourself, man, I'm glad, I'm glad I really, really stretched myself and thought I could do more than what I even think is possible. Man, I love that advice. You got me all fired up. I know that was gonna, I knew this was going to be a good interview. Um, so 
I, I, first of all, I agree. And the, 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 the interesting thing is we could have never really gauged what technology would do and make possible. You know, so we are working on a different set of of um, of constraints. So even if you're thinking about starting a new company or doing things like that, you never think that you know you could start a CPG company, some something in the consumer packaged goods space, and have it branded and outsourced, and have all these all these other things done for you and outsourced that would have never been possible in the past. You would have been thinking about, well, how do I get the real estate to build a building, to get the factory, to get the like, and now things move just so much faster. It's like, oh, why do you want a warehouse? Why do you want that? You can have this company does that. It's fulfillment. This is this is the percentage they charge. This is what they do. So everything just moves so much faster. So I, I love your advice, and I completely um, agree with it, Brandon. Um, let's change it up a bit, though. I want to get a little bit more into what you're doing over at Olive as Director of Sales Development. Um, so what kind of uh, problems is Olive um, looking to tackle? Yeah, so... So Olive is, is, is first of all, um, a really incredible, very unique technology that specifically focuses on healthcare only right now. And what we're trying to accomplish is we're, we're trying to carve a trillion dollars out of healthcare. Uh, and it's a big goal. It's a, it's a, it's a massive enterprise that we are taking on. But really what Olive is, down to the, the essential element is she's really the, the first digital employee that's built specifically for healthcare. I mean, imagine having a, I don't know, the, the perfect employee who, who let's just say uh, identifies exactly where she can have the biggest impact, where she onboards incredibly quickly. She shows up for work every single day, so she never misses a beat. She does her job extremely well, and then she also gets smarter over time. And if we can help close that gap, um, at least alleviate a lot of the administrative burden or operational inefficiencies that are occurring within healthcare today, uh, we feel like we're really doing something that's incredibly special, unique, and impactful for uh, humanity. And uh, it's a movement over here, so we're we're all very engaged and. Um, well, we're having a good time. What kind of things do you um, obviously now that you're completely immersed in in healthcare, this industry, and and solving some of the challenges and and I don't know if I'd even call it growing pains. It might be getting smaller pains. I mean, efficiency pains, every kind of pain you can think of, they're having. Sure. Um, so. What what kind of problems do you think are um, are kind of going wrong there? Like, where, where do you see some of the like obvious room for improvements? Now, you mean at all of the company itself, or in no, healthcare? No, in health, healthcare, yeah. the healthcare, the industry. Because mm -hmm. you're you're yeah. working to solve, carve out that trillion dollars. So, what what's the big you know that big piece that you're thinking? Oh man, this is like we we can solve this. Yeah, so um, I think, first of all, the, the one of the biggest things is being able to articulate exactly what AI is doing in healthcare today. Mm -hmm. I mean, AI and artificial intelligence is a suitcase word, meaning that, Adam, sure. you, can, you can fit all kinds of concepts in that definition, but what does that actually mean to, you know, somebody who's been a part of a community hospital for 25 years or somebody mm -hmm. who is a, a strategic thinker uh, at the executive level? How does that make sense to them? So breaking down some of those misconceptions of 
Will this take my job? Will our employees be displaced? What does this actually mean? Will this eliminate human uh, interaction with the patient? The answer to that question simply is no. And I think being able to communicate that there will never be an end to that machine-human interplay and how they might be able to partner together, uh, humans and machines together, is, is something that is a big challenge just fundamentally. And once we get past that stage, then we can get to the really exciting stuff, which, which creates a lot of excitement, which is how it's impacting people directly. How are we putting money back into the pockets of um, the patients? How are we improving patient care? How are we in improving the patient experience? Uh, all those things come into play after we get past the fundamentals, which is defining artificial intelligence and, and what that means for them. No, it, ma it makes a lot of sense. I think there's a lot of, uh, and I, I like how you say that artificial intelligence at, at a certain point means anything, right? <laughs> you put you yeah. put everything under that, and you say, and all of a sudden you got it. You have everything coming at you from uh, things that you saw in a movie to um, things that you read in a paper, and it's really kind of um, taking that discussion and building on it. So, no, I, I like where you're going with that. Um, so, what what do you think the future of Olive looks like um, within that healthcare industry, like trends wise? Yeah, I think the future is incredibly exciting. I think that we're just at the very tip of the iceberg. Um, I think that we're that the market is positioning itself to welcome companies like Olive to uh, proliferate through different spaces outside of healthcare. There, there already are plenty of companies out there who specialize in different disciplines or techniques in artificial intelligence, and they're making massive headway. And Olive is part of that movement. Um, I think the future for Olive is is to be the gold standard, to have a to have the identity of omnipresence within healthcare, to almost be a recognizable household name where people just say, you know, how's Olive doing today? Is she is she on track? Is she pacing on her goal? You know, what how is she impacting us and and how can that influence maybe other hospital organizations or other business models that are uh, fall underneath the healthcare um, sphere? Yeah, I love it. Great bright, stuff. And it's huge. Great stuff, Brandon. Uh, so if somebody's listening to this and if they want to learn more about uh, Olive and what, what's going on at the company, um, how do they get more information? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, so our website is um, olivesai.com, so www.olivesai.com. Of course, we're on LinkedIn. Uh, we do have a Twitter account. We're on Facebook. I mean, really, any 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 social media feed, we're out there, um, and you can reach me. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn as well at, at Pickworth79. So Brandon Pickworth79, um, you can find me on LinkedIn. Glad to connect, talk about AI to talk about sales development, to talk about breaking into uh, untapped spaces and um, generating results. Fantastic. Uh, well, hey, Brandon, I really appreciate you coming on the show today and uh, sharing some of your background and also the great work you're doing over there at Olive. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. Um, I sure did. If you got value, definitely don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave me a review. Do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Brandon, thanks again for coming on.